and welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. It's a bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot with practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I'm Kerry, VR and Digital Engagement Manager at Clients First, and I'll be your host today. You can listen to all of our other episodes on the usual platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google, or head to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast to subscribe. That way, you'll never miss an episode. In this episode, we're looking ahead to 2021 and what the new year will hold for digital. I think we can all agree that this year has been a challenging year in ways that we never could have expected. We've all had to adapt and digital transformation has been at the forefront of a lot of that change. And that's likely to continue on into the new year. 2020 is a clear example that things don't always go to plan. And while we can't anticipate exactly what the new year will hold, what we can do is look ahead and identify key trends that we see in the digital space. To talk more about this, I have the pleasure of speaking to not one, but two directors at Clients First, John Pittam and Gemma Hayes. So a very warm welcome, John and Gemma. Are you both well today? Very well, thanks, Kerry. All good over here, Kerry. Nice to be on the podcast again. I know, it's not been too long since we had you, John, aren't you lucky? (laughs) I know, two two weeks on the bounce, Kerry. Very lucky. (laughs) I actually think this is the first podcast that John and I have actually done together in 10 years, so interesting. Is it really? Wow, well, a real treat today, isn't it? (laughs) It is, yeah. Right, well, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting your thoughts on digital, so we'll jump right in with the questions. Why don't we start off talking about big changes that we saw in digital this year? So, Gemma, I'm going to come to you first. What, What changes did you see this year? Wow. Um, Well, I think uh, no one could really have predicted where 2020 would take us. I think think the last six months alone have produced more digital transformation than the last decade. So that's uh, quite something in itself, really. Um, I think what's quite interesting is we know digital transformation success is tied to user and customer experience. So we've seen a real shift in organisations building kind of internal competencies and improving efficiency um, to execute their visions. Because I think for me, the digital transformation has been from kind of the inside out in organisations. It's been phenomenal, really has. Yeah, I think just on the back of that, absolutely right. The, the COVID pandemic, which has you know brought so many challenges to, to individuals and businesses, um, has really forced the issue of digital, hasn't it? With everyone working from home, you know, sales teams no longer being out in the field, they're working from home, adopting more digital tools. Businesses that might might have taken you know four or five years to to transform part of the business to be more digital have taken quite literally four or five weeks in some cases. So you know that that has been absolutely significant. I also think that it's probably shifted the mindset in many business leaders this year in terms of just what can be achieved with digital, um, and, and I think that's got to be a really positive thing. I think that needs to be taken with a degree of caution, particularly in the sort of corporate space in terms of um, security and and IT infrastructure, et cetera. You know, you can't move too quickly um, without uh, ensuring that, you know, all those boxes are ticked, et cetera. But, But I think that the opportunity now for businesses to really push on with digital transformation is right there you know it's it's as simple as i'm now booking online to the barbers i've never done that before the dentist the you know my experience with the dentist three or four weeks ago was digital it's never been digital so even you know the smallest business if that's happening in the small businesses the changes we're seeing in in much larger organizations are 10 times more significant uh, and I think as well as the kind of significant changes amongst organisations, I think just the way they're thinking about data has changed dramatically. I mean, I was just 
just remembering back in 2019 when we were thinking about kind of upcoming trends for 2020. And one of the big focus areas for organisations was investing in kind of analytics and insight um, to remain competitive in the market. I tell you what, for those businesses that didn't make that change early on uh, and the thought actually oh no do you know what we'll wait I bet they'll be regretting it now I think um, in terms of how this year has gone analytics and data has been so important this year in terms of driving user experience so yeah it's um, so many changes in a short period of time it's hard to cover all of them really yeah and, and that whole user experience the customer experience thing I think the changes in that area have been, um, you know, massive. And, and I think a lot of that is driven by the resource challenges that many businesses have had. You know, people being furloughed, limited resource and capability from a service desk perspective. So businesses are, are really trying hard to think of new ways of delivering a better customer experience. And a lot of that is self-serve, you know, increasing use of chatbots and AI to sort of answer queries and questions. If we think about our own experience and particularly thinking about HubSpot, you know, we've had a number of clients come to us this year, really trying to push the the sort of service and ticketing area and trying to automate that process from a customer experience perspective, purely because they just don't have the resources in-house now. Um, you, you know, whether that's because of, of restrictions on revenues or whether it's because people are home working, um, it, it's just creating this challenge, but, but actually creating an opportunity just to really improve that customer experience. And, and I think for most customers now, you know, particularly as we talk about going into next year, you know, self-serve is the way people want to do. You know, we're all digital, well, not all digital natives, but a lot of people just want to operate on their mobile phone or on the desktop. And we want to be able to do things ourselves. We don't want to have to wait to phone someone up. So I think there's been a big push towards that as well this year, which has been hugely helpful to both the customer and businesses themselves. Yeah, it's definitely had a positive effect, all of these changes. And um, you certainly mentioned a lot of changes there. So I think that's really telling how much digital transformation has happened um, in the last year. So thank you for those. Those are great examples. So of those trends, I don't know if some of them that you've already mentioned or there are perhaps some different ones. Are there any digital trends that perhaps surprise you the most this year? John, I'll start with you. I'm not sure there's any that surprised me. I, I think that, you know, for the start of the year, you said, look, everyone's going to be working from home um, more. Um, you know, there's going to be huge challenges in, in these areas. You could almost probably foresee what would happen. Um, I, I think that I guess the one that um, I think has accelerated quite quickly, and I'm very interested to see how that plays out next year, is virtual events. Um, and, and because actually, you know, we in the particularly in the B2B space, um, but B2C as well, you know, the, the, the big arena events, the trade shows, et cetera, just haven't happened this year. And, and they've all gone online. Some have been cancelled, but equally some have gone online. And actually some organizations have found that they can deliver as well as if not better online, particularly for sort of geographic events, you know, rather than people to fly to Dubai that, you know, the event can be held online, et cetera. The pace of that change and how uh, the virtual event companies have set themselves up to kind of uh, support that side of marketing has been really incredible. I'm really interested to see how we see that play out next year, because really, if you think about it, you know, these organizations have probably had... I don't know, seven or eight months to build these applications and develop. But actually now they've, they're just accelerating that process even quicker. So I think in going into next year, virtual events is going to be something where I'm going, we'll be going, wow, look look how they do that now. Isn't that impressive? And, th- and this goes far beyond, you know, the use of Zoom and Teams. This is, this is you know, properly deploying what would be a 20,000 people at event into an online forum. 
Yeah, definitely. I think inbound's a great example of that. I, I admit before I attended inbound this year, I I didn't have much expectation for the event because it was all virtual and I don't think any companies had to adapt that much before and have that capacity of people on an event. But I was really surprised at how great it was, how the content was so rich. And I think perhaps it was even more effective than intending in person. So I agree. I see that definitely being a big change that will probably continue on into the new year. What about you, Gemma? What surprised you this year? Uh, I think to be perfectly honest, what has surprised me is um, at its simplest level, um, digital collaboration, really. I know that people have been kind of made to do it because of the situation we found ourselves in this year. But I think what's really surprising, actually, is how many businesses have embraced it um, because they obviously have to had to but also not only internally um, but also externally around building personal brands communities online um, you know people that, that potentially would never have even thought to to put themselves out there from a personal brand building perspective have found that they had to do that this year you know just to you know there's an, there's other ways of getting yourself out and I think um, that's been really interesting and I've seen that quite quite a lot on LinkedIn um it, just the way you know individuals are doing it but also organizations stepping up to manage the impact of the, the changes that have happened you know we've seen it with Zoom obviously video calls people embracing that at the simplest level but I think there's been an awful lot of change um and challenges for people individually and for businesses but I think it's been really surprising actually how much uh, it, it's been a real positive mood for a lot of people in the UK yeah, definitely. I think we've all been quite surprised at how people have really taken to some of these changes, you know, working from home more regularly, doing things more video based. It's definitely something that people have been pleasantly surprised by. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and I also think just adding into that, you, you know, thinking about the way we operate as an agency and, and arguably we're always, I would guess, pretty digital savvy compared to most. Um, but, you know, talking to friends of mine, you know, just th- them talking, oh, yeah, we, we're using this new platform called Slack to chat to each other and Gchat. And it's like, wow, you know, there are these corporates that are adopting some of these technologies that you know, have been around for, for a number of years. Um, but it's that kind of interaction within the workplace that would be hugely beneficial. Um, and I think that's going to have to continue because you know people aren't going to work uh, return back into the workplace you know where they were pre-covid you know there's going to be far more flexible working and actually from a digital transformation perspective um, from an employee perspective, I think it's going to be increasingly important for companies to give their people the right tools and, and um, I guess, environment to be able to work from home and interact with colleagues in a far more flexible way than they've ever done uh, previously. Uh, and just to add into that, John, actually, because I was reading an interesting uh, article a couple of weeks ago about, you know, moving into 2021, there's going to be over five generations of professionals in the workplace. You know, this is about accommodating different um, kind of generations of, of working styles and particularly the next generation which will have very different needs flexibility diversity you know we don't i think businesses really need to be really focused on not losing top talent or growing stagnant and i think digital transformation this year has really aided that process to accommodate those kind of people as well moving forward and, and I think you could layer onto that the kind of cultural uh, or community change that we've seen over the last six or eight months. You know, COVID has pe- made people really think about what's important to them, whether that be, you know, community or family, et cetera. And, and I think that has now come into the workplace. You know, organizations, I think, have to bear in mind the needs of the employees from a from a community, from a family perspective and their customers, not just become corporate monoliths that they've been historically. And, and I think that in itself will just 
hopefully, I, I mean, from my perspective, I think that's a real positive and something that hopefully will be here to stay in terms of, of the future. Yeah, I guess building off of that point you just made, John, you know, them being here to stay. Do you see these trends being here to stay or do you see things perhaps being, you know, we've started to work from home more. And once that kind of sense of normality comes back into play, do you think people will kind of return to old habits of, you know, spending a lot of time in the office or traveling far and wide for events across the UK? Or do you see these trends really coming into the new year with us? Do you know, I think I think that's a really, uh, I've, I found that question very difficult to answer because I've been asked it uh, a few times recently. Um, I think that um, we will slip back into some of our old ways. You, you know, I think field salespeople particularly will want to get back out on the road and meet people on a or sort of one-to-one human basis. You know, they, they would argue the case that the initial sales meeting face-to-face is more compelling than digital, and, and they might be right, depending on the individuals. Um, so I do see us slipping back into some of those sort of old ways of working. But I think that they'll be framed in a in a far more digital way so i think that you know people going back into workplace will will probably go back two or three days a week not five days a week whereas actually field sales people might might have been out on the road five days a week or four days a week they might actually now just be out on the road two days a week and and actually all the other occasions they're they're planning their zoom meetings etc um you know i certainly know from speaking to to friends of mine in relation to those people that sort of run uh, sort of not necessarily global businesses, but European sales teams, that they are not going to be flying around Europe the way that they were, bearing in mind they've looked at the cost saving from from doing Zoom meetings. Having said that, I think that they will fly to Frankfurt to close that big deal, or they will take the train to London to, to close the big deal or whatever it might be. So I think some of those things will come back. I hope they don't all come back and, and people are on, you know, from a sales perspective, people on the road the whole time um so so it's a really difficult question to answer (laughs) i hope the transformation stays but i think we will see some of those um historics or working styles or working practices coming back into play yeah i think like the main great point that you made there was just people have options now you know there's more flexibility like you mentioned with sales teams in the past you know i've been at companies where sales are told you know it's an office job we don't really want you to be working from home but now they've had to explore that option and now these roles have more flexibility and they have the option of wanting to travel or not so yeah I see I think that's a great point what about you Gemma do you think these trends that you've mentioned are gonna come through to the new year with with us and with you perhaps I think there's been enough of a level of exposure um because people have had to work in a certain way and adapt in a certain way that we'd be naive to think that they weren't going to go into next year. I think there's going to be, there is going to be that, but, but I think how I see this year very much so is, uh, you know, I talk about a digital ready culture because actually what this year has been, is about getting digitally ready. And I think firms have had to do that much quicker. So if we're saying they're digitally ready, then what we're saying is going into next year, they're simply going to build on that further and start to, bring in more you know we know how fast moving this is you know there are going to be far more changes going into next year so if they're not ready now wow they're going to have to be ready going into next year absolutely 
and I also think just to, to add to that from an employer's perspective, you know, if you want to remain competitive in the employment market, you've got to now offer flexible working. You know, I can't imagine someone going for a job interview and asking, oh, you know, what, what are the working hours? When do I work? And, and you know, them saying, well, actually, it's nine to five thirty and you've got to come into the office every day. You know, that that almost that conversation is a thing of the past. And I think that, that obviously there will be some jobs where, you, you know, it's essential to be in the workplace. But I think that the employers to remain competitive have to now offer flexible working and, and have a digital framework for that to operate within the workplace. Yeah, I agree. And I, I love that point, Gemma, about, you know, companies being digitally ready. Do you think perhaps there were some companies that had a bit of a shock this year and thought they were digitally ready and definitely weren't? <laughs> Absolutely. But even if they didn't think they were ready, they felt they might have more time than they did. <laughs> you know, they've had to adapt very, very quickly. So I think their plans that maybe would have taken them five years or four, four or five years have, have actually had to be done really, really quick in a short space of time. And, and I think also, I think it's been hugely eye-opening for some organisations in terms of just what can be achieved with digital transformation. You know, I know a, a particular client that we work with that, you know, you know they adopted HubSpot um, relatively early in COVID because they needed to address a certain challenge. And actually, you know, six, eight months down the line, they're, they're turning around going, wow, this, this is great, isn't it? Look at, you know, look at the time we've saved here and look at look at what we can do in the sales space now. Um, but actually, they wouldn't have got there without the pandemic. And, and, and therefore, the, hopefully, I think leadership teams have really woken up to the capability of digital from a, a sales, a service and a, and a marketing perspective. Whereas actually prior to this, I'm not sure that they were quite um, enlightened, I guess, to, to what the opportunity could bring. Yeah. And I, I just want to go back to that point that you just made about HubSpot. Have you seen, you know, with our clients or people you've spoken to them needing specific areas of HubSpot during this year, you know, wanting to be more digital? Yeah, I, I think, I guess there's a couple of areas where uh, we've seen um, sort of clients taking HubSpot further. One certainly is around um, the customer experience and things like service desk, ticketing, chatbots, um, you know, helping the customer to help themselves, if you like. So I think that's been a big play. I think there's been a big play around um, sales and the digital tools of sales, you, you know, integration with video and digital ways to reach out to prospects, et cetera. Um, I think probably one of the ones that seems to be sort of more to the fore at the moment with leadership teams is integrations. So actually starting to look at not just HubSpot, it could be could be any CRM to some extent, but actually trying to now really think about how they connect their different technologies and applications within the business so that it can get clear data flow through the business. So they can get insight that that is enriched because data is being consolidated in one place to, to give to provide new information or improve processes. So the whole process automation, access to data through integrations, I think, is something that we've seen over the last few months, well, certainly particularly for us over the last few months. Uh, and I think that's going to grow into next year. Great. Thanks for that, John. So um I was getting things right first time. And as Gemma mentioned, you know, it was having to be digitally ready and not perhaps perfecting it or having enough time to do that. Do you see any trends that we've started to tap into this year needing to be built out further into the new year? Or do you think a lot of us have adapted quickly and, you know, it's already in place and we're kind of ready to hit the ball rolling come January? 
I think that's a really interesting question. I mean, just touching on really off the back of what John said there about HubSpot, um, I think what's going to be built on more and more as we're going into the next year is this idea of getting kind of a 360 degree customer view um, and, and being able to achieve that in some way. I think a lot of organizations have certainly you know very much embraced that for this year um, and, and the tools and the techniques that you can do to use to, to kind of get that but I think going into next year I think this the whole idea is going to be far more intimate so we talked you know you would have heard about hyper personalization um, and it's going to be far more deeper I think so um, that sort of stuff I, I think it's about building on that and just there's, there's going to be so much more come into next year but this whole 360 view that you can get on that customer ex- experience really is a, is a big one I think going into next year and HubSpot obviously aids that massively. Yeah I think I'd you know agree with that and whether you use buzzwords like omni-channel or whatever but but it is a you know, it's achieving a much deeper customer experience. The digital tools are all out there now. You know, I think this year, a lot of leadership teams have woken up to the capability that's available. Um, and, and now they just need to sort of um, harness that. I, I, it will continue, you, you know, um, it's not all sorted. There's still opportunity ahead. And and there's all sorts of innovation happening across the sector from a technology perspective, which which laid all of this, whether it be AI or whether it be, you know, uh, chatbots or serverless functions, um, et cetera. So, Plenty of happening, plenty of opportunity ahead. Um, you know, we've come a really long way this year. Um, but I think one of the things that we just need to be careful of is, is particularly in business and 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 particularly as employees, I guess, is just really making sure that we do all of this, but but actually make sure that we're looking after our people, both both our customers, but also our employees. Because let's face it, 2020 has been a significant challenge for many, and there's been a huge positive come out of it. But actually, for for many others it's actually been quite challenging times and i think employers do play a role in in looking after their people so as much as we want to adapt all these digital opportunities and start doing a more digital customer experience we need to really think the fact that we are you know we're dealing with humans here and and that's going to be really important going into next year yeah i agree and when you were mentioning leadership teams you know you both being in leadership roles at clients first i think What's really helped is, like you said, looking after people. And I think what's made it so successful at Clients First is we've had that open communication and we've all very much been on board with the changes. And that's what's helped us, you know, integrate new books of digital or just collectively work well together, working from home in these strange times. So I think that's very much to your credit. And I think, you know, you you practice what you preach, which is nice to see, you know, talking about looking after people. And you've both definitely done that. So, I mean, thank you from me for that. I'm going, to, I'm going to pass that credit to Gemma. I, I don't deserve that credit. Gemma's the people person amongst us. <laughs> it's a it's a team effort. <laughs> Great. So um, we'll finish up with the final question. So, you know, we're already in the new year, which is kind of crazy. We don't really know where the last 12 months has been. But what are some of the highlights that you both see on the horizon for, for 2021? Gemma, I'll, I'll come to you first. I mean, really, I think it's touching on a lot of what we've already said um, moving into to kind of 2021. I think... Um, you know, organisations just being fluid, open to change, um, embracing what's ahead of us. I mean, a lot of us don't know, actually, 12 months from here, you know, we may have kind of hoped what we could see back in January, but obviously that that really didn't turn out to be what we thought. So I don't think any of us can predict what next year holds. I think that's the interesting thing. So I think it's about organisations just being very fluid and open to changes. Um I think it's, you know, there's exciting times ahead. Um, 
yeah, I think from my perspective, it's very difficult to answer kind of the highlights on the horizon for next year because actually it's so uncertain still, really, um, to some extent. But um, I think it's just about organisations being open, really. Yeah, I, I think from my perspective, you know, highlights for next year have to be just a bit of normality. <laughs> let, 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 let's just be able to meet up with friends. Let's just be able to go on holiday, you know, go to the beach with our families, that sort of thing. And and I hope for those people that have been, you know, hit really hard this year, that, that actually, you know, 2021 is, is a year of rebuilding, of, of getting back to normality again, because, you know, let's face it, we're probably in a, a, a relatively fortunate position in clients first compared to many. Um, but actually for next year, my, my highlight is is just a bit of normality please yeah I can echo that I think one highlight I'm very much looking forward to is the first client's first team night out which I'm yet to have joining this year so um, yeah Yeah. I'll be keeping my eye on my diary for when that invite goes in that's for sure (laughs) yeah the the Christmas party isn't going to be quite the same this year (laughs) well zoom Christmas party might be the new way you never know we'll see how it goes I'm not sure about that I'm not sure about that (laughs) (laughs) great thank you well uh, sadly that's all we have time for today and I think that's been a really great wrap up of 2020 and you've both given some really interesting insight into the year ahead Um, it's been a pleasure as always to have you both on our podcast and I'm sure that our listeners will be taking on board your great advice around digital so thanks again for your time today John and Gemma thanks Gary thanks Gary totally enjoyed it thanks for having us nice to have you thank you So if you did enjoy this episode, then please share it with your friends and colleagues and let us know on social media. You can tag us at Clients First UK or you can also let us know by leaving a podcast review. Don't forget to subscribe by heading to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.